0: Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Is clap? There's no comfort fitting in a fake safety that no one believes in. Welcome to our seventy-fifth. Wait, no, 74th yeah. episode.
1: Sorry, I got sick.
0: What'd you get sick of?
1: Oh, well, Tom Woods told me this disease wasn't real, so I went out and licked a bunch of doorknobs. Ended up getting sick.
0: And this is why all of our episodes get removed from YouTube.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Tom. No, for real, uh, yeah, I did. I ended up with the COVID and, um, you know, I got a whole family to take care of and whatnot and what have you. So unfortunately I had to, uh, I had to ask my buddy Bart here to, uh, move some stuff around and, uh, we, we, we do apologize for not trying to double up and whatnot. It just, it was just really hard on us, uh, or at least on me this week. So, I do appreciate everybody who, you know, the patience and uh, us getting out another episode. But I think we have a good one for you today. Uh, because we have something controversial happening on the presidential level and on the federal level. That uh, seems to be stirring up some emotions on the right and the left. And uh, I, th- I think that has to do with uh, some college forgiveness. So, not to hold anybody's hands through this, I don't want to, however, you already have decided that you feel about this. But from a right point of view, I've heard these silly arguments like, oh, you know, it's not my debt, fucker. And, And then from the left, I hear all these things about people getting out of college and not, you know, looking for a job right now, and they can't find one, and they need money. And I don't hear anybody from the right going, "Oh, what's the market value of their degree?" They don't argue it from that point of view. They go, "Oh, their degree's stupid," and it's women's studies, and they go. Well, you shouldn't have got this dumb degree, and and why do I got to pay for it? And there's a lot of merit to that. Uh, you know, what, what the fuck? Women's studies is a stupid degree. All right. Most people agree with that, but some don't, right? But the, the people who don't, don't have market forces giving them indicators because we have a system that forces banks or institutions to give them loans for all these different degrees and we also have a school system public school system that's geared around shoveling people into this system Uh, and it's telling everybody to go out and get their psychology degree or their pig farmer degree, their women's studies or let's say good ones, you know, it doesn't really matter what the degree it is. If it's not paying out what you're paying for it, it's some market force saying there's something wrong there.
0: Now, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. So I, I hear you on the market forces piece, mm-hmm. but I would be careful that we not confuse correlation and causation because yes, plenty of things that are worthless only exist and continue to exist because they are subsidized and often it sort of can lead to lower quality and can keep market forces out of balance, but it's not necessarily the case. Whether you th- see value in it or not, I think the women's studies degree is a, a bit of a straw man. Anyway, that's such a minority of the population. Even the educated populace
1: is... Yeah, I only know four people minority. with that degree. I actually know four people with that degree. <laughs> this is like, sounded like a joke, but I actually know four people with the women's study thing so sorry sorry go ahead
0: (laughs) but i mean how many college educated people do you know 400
1: Uh, yeah i know a lot and all of them are professors everybody with that degree is a professor now teaching it
0: but again you're still talking about the one percent and I don't mean hashtag the one percent. I just literally mean one percent of the right, the the educated populace. So yeah, I just want to give it a fair shake and say that's that's a pretty hotly contested debate in terms of value. but I think the current administration, the previous administration, the right, and the left, we all generally agree that like STEM fields are both good in inherent value and for you dirty capitalists it's good for cash value as well so but but I would have
1: to also agree that both STEM fields are at least in hiring in STEM fields you tend to look for actual experience way more than college experience in those fields typically most of them
0: it's it's a little chicken of the egg, and maybe not is the it? maybe it is because most folks are most folks are getting into these fields by way of like an internship and things like that. So yeah. if you have someone who let let's let's say a I,
1: if you could only get funding for your research through state stuff, then you get interns through state avenues.
0: Yeah, that's just kind of beside the point. I think that I think the point that I'm making here is that we could agree that these these things are inherently valuable in in some form. So let's just suppose that's that. That's Let's just suppose that an engineering degree is in fact worth a hundred thousand dollars. Now, okay. Again, I'm just trying to decouple no, this idea ahead. that value and subsidy aren't always directly or inversely related. The idea that something that could be worth $100,000 could still be true and it be subsidized, right? So let's say you believe that this thing is worth a certain amount of money Uh and you believe even those folks who can't afford that should still have the opportunity to get that.
1: And that would, under a free market point of view, be called an investor looking to get an Im- his investment back at a later time.
0: Well, and that's what the United States has done. The United States has decided democratically.
1: <laughs> um, All right, Bart. I understand that you're trying to be a straw man here, but I do want the listeners to understand that Bart does not believe that the United States speaks for not only any, any one person, but any small group of people in any form or fashion. He understands that the idea of voting as a nation is pretty much fucking over most people in the world and he is putting forth some sort of point of view that goes along with voting but it is maybe more in line to his point of view but he is not this stupid person.
0: <laughs> Look I, I am being a bit cheeky when I say democratically okay. decided. Right. I think I think we all know that, but the, the point so. I'm the point I'm trying to make is that the intent here, yeah, is that we're trying to subsidize things that not everyone can afford, right? So,
1: so now what we have to what we have to decide is why can't you afford that? Because you can't just go, oh, you should be able to afford that because that's not necessarily true.
0: Well, but you made the very valid point that part of this system relies on investors and investment. And I, if we as a nation invest in education.
1: Okay. And I. I, I invest means voluntary in interaction. So, yeah, absolutely. Then I am on point at this at this moment. But if I'm forced to give you money to then put into something, then it doesn't matter whether you're right or not. It is immoral and evil.
0: But those are two different issues. So but they, the idea they are. That
1: have- they, you're right. You're right. They are two different issues. But the whole point to this is: what is the right thing to do for humanity? By by your own admission at this point, you're saying to keep going down this path of democracy over what we would consider liberty, you have to throw out humanity. And what we're saying is we are human and we want to thrive. We want to succeed. And we embrace as as liberty oriented people we embraced we embrace the humanity of everybody,
0: but but we have to take these things piece by piece. We're not we're not talking about some binary of a world in which college education is subsidized or anarchy. I understand that that's the conversation we have quite often, but. This is, this is conflating many, many issues. And like the idea of voluntarism versus democracy versus whatever is not as crucial as us just it's, talking about the idea. It's very
1: complicated, of like, yeah. Right.
0: but Because if, these if people were
1: manipulated in, into taking out these loans. That's something that the right doesn't seem to argue in their opposition to... This loan forgiveness, so-called, right? Is there they're not taking in consideration the 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 overwhelming manipulation that's gone into these people to get them to take out these loans, which is a a gamble on their future. That's what a loan is, and it's such a young age when we're saying that people can't decide whether they could vape at this age, but we could say they can get a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars in debt on a degree that nobody's ever shown to pay out unless you get a job teaching it, you know, <laughs> absolutely stupid. Right. But yet they're, they're taught they could, I'm, I'm allowed as a big bank to prey on a person who will believe this. And if, he can't, he or she can't pay it, the The government will force the taxpayer to do it.
0: Yeah, it is It is predatory lending in that way. Like, the idea that, what's the thing they always say about the, the drinking age? Like, you can send somebody off to war, but you can't have a beer.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Like, is that person old enough to make a $100,000 decision? I don't know, by the time the, this episode comes out, inflation will mean that $100,000 isn't that much, but Right. Right now it's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. And a 16-year-old I mean, just... shouldn't
0: be in charge of that.
1: Or should they? I mean it I mean no. in my opinion it's their it's if they were making that money and that decision unmanipulated where it was truly a decision on whether they owed $100,000 or not, not Oh, this is a government backed loan. You can trust it. You know, all this shit, right? If it was between a bank and a person, right? And the person had to be like, yeah, I haven't had any real loans. I haven't shown that I can pay anything back, but I'm really smart. Here's my grades. Here's my GPA. Here's my school record. And I want to go to school for this. And a bank goes, yeah, he doesn't have any, but, you know, most people who want to go to school for this, who have that GPA, who have that kind of record, tend to make a lot of money and be able to pay their shit back. They get, but then the guy is like, oh, I want to women's studies and party, and I haven't decided whether I'm gay or straight, so, like, I'm going to explore that shit while I'm there. They're like, well... We don't really want to pay for that. You can kind of do that on your own dollar. And then, think about that. Like Now, people who don't have really rich parents who send them off to Ivy League schools or state monster school get to hook up with those gay kids at the gay bars that they get to go to. You don't have to be super rich or have rich parents. And there's Amsterdam Village in Atlanta. I don't know if you've been there, but I have. Good times, good times. I have good friends that would love to hook up with some almost college students.
0: <laughs> but the the predatory lending piece, well, it aligns with some of our earlier conversations around like abortion, because if you follow it all the way down, is like, is a 16-year-old Someone who should actually be in charge of their own life. Maybe. Are they their parents' liability? Are they I, who, who I is responsible they, for this? A is a very
1: arbitrary. This is a very arbitrary discussion, and I think it should be treated as such. The best argument I've I've heard for like sex and stuff like that, your age and when. Age of consent and all that is can you are you doing it for yourself? Are you relying on somebody else just to live? Because you could be sixteen have an apartment and be doing your shit. Like like I got me. I don't need y'all no more. But then you could be thirty and you know, can't fucking make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So do I think like there's some sort of cutoff, right? That the thirty year old has to like say his mommy and daddy can't be responsible anymore. But like I don't think that eighteen is like the right answer either, right? But I like the I like the idea of somebody being able to take care of themselves. Like if you're gonna be under a certain age, but want to be treated like an adult i think you should be have some sort of opportunity to do such like if you if you're fucking got your apartment you're doing your shit like i don't i don't really see why anybody should be able to say otherwise
0: yeah i used to be very strongly in the camp of when your brain is fully formed so there's that like line around 23 to 25 which is i think what all the actuarial tables use to get all the insurance rates which is why everybody's insurance goes down at that time and obviously from a number crutching perspective that's about where it happens and people become responsible but i think i'm at least over the last decade or so way more into the camp of your environment has a lot more to do with it than you might think. I think it's still the average probably correlates pretty strongly with, uh, the formation of your brain. But yeah, there are a ton of 30, 35 year olds who just can't get it together. And I don't know, should we deny them loans?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, well, it's your money. I think that's how it should be like it's, it's your fucking money You know what I mean
0: But but is that predatory lending Right like if if you if you are a It if isn't
1: you are- if you don't have a a backer if you don't have a guaranteed a guarantee payback It can't be predatory lending if you could just be out the goddamn money It's only predatory if like you have somebody who says, oh, they won't pay it, we'll pay it for you. Then you go, oh, well, then i gonna trying and get every motherfucker that falls within this criteria to take this loan out because it doesn't fucking matter if they don't pay it back. I got the taxpayer that's going to do it anyway.
0: But that could just keep going, right? Because let's say you're, you've got a 30-year-old who's unfit okay. as a borrower. Okay. Their 60 year old parents could be just as unfit and could co sign.
1: Okay. And then you take out a loan, you loan them money, but they never pay it back. But then nobody pays you back because you don't have a government backed thing. So you go under for loaning them money. That's the thing that's missing. Nobody goes under for loaning the wrong people money because it's backed by the government. It's backed by the Fed.
0: Now, see, I don't know that that's necessarily true because let's talk about other forms of predatory lending that are quite successful without subsidy. Think about payday loans. Think about these, like, you know, cash today places. They typically target lower income unbanked people uh, who
1: haven't been shown to pay back money right right but they yet they are the only people who are willing to give them loans so even though there's all these subsidies and all these things that stop that pay back loans that that people aren't paying back or whatever these people still can't get a loan. But yet, the free market has found a way to give them the money they need in the time they need it, and they are saying, like, yes, I understand, the interest rates high, whatever, but I need this loan, and it's worth it to me to get it right now, and the free market has found a way to do that throughout all this bullshit.
0: But that's predatory lending. That is someone taking advantage of someone who
1: is not... All lending is somebody taking advantage of somebody else. That's the goddamn point. I have money. All real lending is people taking advantage of somebody else. All real big bang lending is absolutely I'm taking advantage of everybody all the time but real ending is I am taking advantage because I have money right now and you don't. You need it more than I do, so I'm gonna loan it to you for a, a fee. There,
0: so there are fees, and I, I know this is an arbitrary line as well, so we're, yeah. so we're kind of compounding reasonability here, but a reasonable fee, a reasonable, Interest rate or term—that is what the subsidy seeks. So, the idea is that,
1: but so on their own, what the 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 subsidy seeks is what it actually does is makes it harder for people with bad credit to get a loan.
0: How do you figure
1: that? Because you are what you're doing is subsidizing loans, period, right? So, if you fall into this criteria, right, then you pretty much are guaranteed a loan. Nobody's actually going to look into, like, what you're getting the loan for, whatever. It's just backed. So, like, everybody wants to go to the loan that's backed because even if you don't fucking pay it off you still like the person loaning it gets their money back right so then there's not enough there's not people out there actually looking at the people who are they're loaning money to because there are people who have made mistakes in their lives who truly have either found a good idea or have whatever and there's nobody looking at it because it's not a government-backed loan it's just somebody with a good idea looking for a loan it's like all those people who would be loaning out money because interest rates were natural at the time so when the interest rates are natural they're typically higher at least in the today's market which brings a lot more lenders into the the system um, would be looking at what you're actually taking the loan out for, as opposed to what they do today. Was just look to see if it's backed by a state subsidy of some sort. But Which, that assumes wh- wh- that's that what it does. Like that's why housing markets. That's why housing markets crash. That's why people buy houses they shouldn't buy because it's subsidizing. Housing markets. So housing lenders are getting paid. And then people who want houses are going in debt for crazy amounts because houses are selling for crazy amounts of money because everybody can get a loan for them. As opposed to if it wasn't that way, rental prices would be lower, housing prices would be lower because you'd have to have 20%. Interest rates would be different, they'd be higher, but the fact that housing would be lower would counteract that a little bit. And it would incentivize people who save to save because they would actually have 20% of the amount because it wouldn't be stupid to put money in a bank account.
0: So so two things there. Primarily, I, I think you are...
1: Wrong right wrongish right any of these ringing a bell nothing no
0: I think you are choosing the exceptions to kind of show how things could go wrong but we talked about the same thing with like the justice system I would much rather have a ton of guilty people roaming around than have an innocent man in jail okay so yeah there are some idiots who are gonna get six houses when they can't afford one and yeah there are some people who are going to get some worthless degrees okay but on the whole it it's not all idiots but the the biggest piece the second piece good point but the second piece is we're discounting the investment we're acting like this doesn't actually pay dividends in terms of a return on society. Both it, in intrinsic value as well as cash value. You, you are think about
1: absolutely it, right. Because a state-sponsored school teaches state-sponsored things. And yet we have these motherfuckers looking for the state to answer every goddamn problem we have in life. And why is that? It's because every fucking thing we've ever learned in our lives has been sponsored and paid for by the state.
0: Okay, but follow me here. the The, the investment we we've, we've still discounted the investment.
1: You haven't investment shit.
0: The investment isn't like it I is don't think shit. That's, I don't think. That's I a mean, good I don't know argument. if you
1: went to the same goddamn school I did, but okay. I hid in trash cans and scared people and I I fucking learned, I was the smartest goddamn kid there.
0: That's anecdotal. On the whole, folks that are college educated tend to earn more, they tend to invest more.
1: I mean, I guess from from all numbers and then from whatever you'd consider earning today. Maybe, maybe that's right. I mean, earning, earning, and actually yeah, like getting paid are two different things. So like, getting paid in stolen money isn't earning.
0: I'd rather go the practical way than the like value judgment way.
1: I mean, it I is a big I, deal, though. It is a big deal. If you want to talk to it, like the advancement of society, humanity. It's a big deal.
0: But that's because you and i believe that that state shouldn't be making those choices and i think there are a lot of folks who agree with us but for the folks who don't agree with us it's the broken clock being right twice a day whether we think that the state is right or wrong they have made an investment that will pay dividends for their society they've paid to educate folks who cannot afford the education. And in doing that, they have created higher earners. And for anyone who's worried about inflation, you should know that all of those folks who have paid off their student loans or whoever else, they are likely heavily invested in the market, whether that be through their pensions, 401k, whatever. And any inflation that happens will affect the market as well. So at worst, they will have a net zero return. They won't actually have a loss. And we will have a more educated population for it.
1: Educated or indoctrinated. It's a clap, and
0: there's no comfort-